0: What's up, everybody? This is Judith Ako, you listening to Mad Love. You know, actually, the thought that's most prevalent in my mind right now is this uh, idea that uh, transgender women can compete with females born just the regular way, which I don't know the politically correct way to say it. And I just, I have, I'm having such a hard time in today's climate because you can't even state the obvious. Listen, men have 30% more muscle. And if you were born uh, with more masculine traits, then uh, there's no way a woman can compete with you naturally. Of course you're going to, there's like this, uh, I've seen this woman before, you know, and I thought she was a man. And then there was all this controversy. I think I saw her in the Olympics and she's uh, a black female from Africa. And she's like winning all the races. And of course you're going to win. You look like a man. And I, I guess it's politically incorrect to say that, but I don't care. Everybody who's ever had a brother or a cousin, a male cousin, we all know there's a point where you can't race them anymore. You can't throw a ball with them anymore they just it's too much they have 30 percent more muscle mass the fattest man on the planet has 30 percent more muscle mass than any woman so it's just it's not fair and I'm not even sure why that has to be a conversation. And it's sort of like this Lizzo girl. I don't have a problem with Lizzo. I love that she loves her body. I love that she was sitting up in that big old red outfit. I actually had a coworker like that. She was uh, a larger person, but that didn't stop her from wearing what she wanted to wear. And some of it was really, really cute. But we can't pretend like that size is not healthy is, is healthy. It is, an, it is an impediment for her long-term health to to be the size she is now, and she's young. So that means she's, everything's going to slow down, and she's just going to gain more weight. And that's not body shaming. So you got all these people who are continuously offended all the time. They have Twitter access. So if you state the obvious, like Lizzo is overweight, they go, you're body shaming. That's not body shaming. That's not even name-calling. An observation is not an insult. And I don't understand how these conversations have become taboo or I can't believe you said that. Like, what is going on? It just feels like way too many uh, middle schoolers are in control of the national narrative. You know, I get. I went through grade school. I remember being teased all the time. I remember that's a rite of passage, really, because... Uh, You know, if if you grew up, if you were black and you grew up in an all white neighborhood, you got teased and harassed and bullied. If you were black and you grew up in an all black neighborhood, you probably got bullied or you were the bully. Um, You know, if you were gay in a straight neighborhood, you got teased. I mean, whatever your thing is, you know, uh, there's not some utopia of human existence where no one gets their feelings hurt. Or harassed or or mistreated that's not the human experience and we can say it's all based off of you know one thing like I was trying to say inarticulately yesterday I mean, of course, racism exists. Of course, there are people on the planet who feel they're superior to you based off of their race. That's the definition of racism. Yes, it exists, but it is not everywhere. And every situation is not tainted by racism. Every conversation doesn't need you to arm wrestle racism into the middle of it. It doesn't have to be that way because some people aren't racists. Some people aren't victims of racism. Some situations just are what they are. And will you keep that same energy when black people keep mowing each other down in the streets? I would like that kind of passion and that kind of tenacity to to come to that situation. You know, as you've got people, famous and not famous, just killing each other to rob each other. And that happens every day. That's happening somewhere every day. And, you know, you only care when it's the police. You only care if it's, uh, you know, some sort of black injustice. But, you know, these wokesters, man, they don't, they're not objective. And they don't care about all people and all issues. They really only care about how they can make something be about race. And everything isn't. Some things are, for sure. Some things aren't. Some things are just terrible and they happen, you know. What about a a, a a black guy who stalks his ex girlfriend and chops her up into bits and pieces? You know, where's the, how are you going to strong arm that into being racism? When he chops, a black man chops his black girlfriend up. And if you go in, well, it's the oppression, okay, then you're obviously, there's something that's in your. Uh, situation where you need to examine that. Some of this stuff needs just self examination. You know? It's like I'm gonna guess a lot of people who who consider themselves to be woke and uh activists have some pretty horrible stories from their childhood colorism maybe. I don't know if I don't know if white people know this, but a lot of black people have uh color issues. You know, I I really don't have this. I I have friends of all shades, but apparently uh, a lot of people grew up and, you know, if you were very dark skinned, people made fun of you for that. But I have a memo. I was uh, considered light skinned and I was made fun of for that. Some some girl who was lighter than me loved to call me albino. Your hair is the same color your eyes the same color and your skin you are albino. I mean every day. You know, there's there's something for all of us and we carry these pains with us and sometimes we work them out through our adulthood and other times we just you know, wake up and be like, "Hey, let me put on my coat of justice." But that's not justice. That's you complaining and having hurt feelings. Work it out so you can really be an asset to the collective seeing racism in every single situation is not helping us because that's just pointing it out like i said you ain't even doing nothing and they see racism everywhere and, you know i'm pretty sure if i said yeah this black lady from south africa who's clearly born male or has a ton of male you know like hormones <laughs> is like, beating all these other women in the races, I'm sure it's because she's black that they're persecuting her. It wouldn't be, which is so goofy. I'm just really tired of having that particular brand of conversation with these younger people because, I mean, they just couldn't have grown up when I grew up. You know, people just didn't, we knew it was there. We knew there were things that didn't seem quite right, but it just wasn't an obsession. I wasn't going to let anything like that impede my excellence. You know, if there's a way I was going to find it, you know, and I had a teacher who seemed as an adult, I look back and I think she was racist for sure. Certainly prejudicial. Um, and she would say things and it felt like she had our best interests and heart, but Best interests at heart, and maybe she did, but she also was racist, you know. And one of my friends still thinks she's great, and I'm like, nah, I don't think she's great. And she told me I wasn't smart enough to go to the school of my choice that I got into. And yes, I'm holding a little bit of a grudge, but it makes me think, okay, well, what was your filter that you were using this for? And it wasn't all—it wasn't uh, racism on the surface because we were all black. She was a white teacher in an all-black school. Predominantly black school. So it's just curious. These things are curious to me. I don't understand why we can't state the obvious anymore. And I don't mean it. I don't mean go in on people and call them names and be like, oh, yeah, I'm not talking about that. But making simple observations that are obvious to everyone shouldn't be considered shaming or insulting. And it shouldn't take us from the narrative that, hey, I hope Lizzo. Uh, is healthy and healthy for years to come because the things that don't bother you in your 20s, let me tell you by the time you get into your 40s and 50s, it's a reason why they call it a comorbidity you know, you make your life dramatically harder with that kind of weight on you, you just do and um, it can be as little as 20 pounds, you make your heart work harder everything is working harder You know, I've had a lot of morbidly obese people in my family. It just makes your life harder. And your body, if you have uh, diabetes in your family, all of that. When I look at her, all I hope is that she is taking care of herself. Now they got her in some commercial where she's in a bathtub ordering food and all kinds of stuff. And it's like, I know that you all are glamorizing this life and making it look cool. Sort of like the way MTV made being a teen mom cool shame on mtv but it's not cool it's unhealthy and i you know i just shudder to see what her life will be like when she's 50 will you be able to walk so i don't think that's bad i think it's great that she loves her body and is comfortable in it and and everybody is celebrating her that's great but uh I do care about her health, and I don't think that's a sin. I don't think that's bad. I'm not shaming her. I want her to be alive and wonderful when she's 50. You know, and I don't want to see a whole generation of people thinking, oh, I can just be, you know, a certain size, and it's not going to be a problem. Because also, too, is setting you up, because in the barbershop, When men are alone and talking about the way they and talking about women the way they really talk about women, that's a hard day for you as well. You know, I learned that lesson when I had to take my nephew to the barbershop. I'm like, okay, this is a whole other world. I'm gonna meet you outside. (laughs) You can get your hair cut in here, and I will meet you outside. But anyway, I just think I don't understand. I have never podcasted on that topic. I don't think because I just don't understand how it's a topic. I don't understand why people are being vilified for pointing out that Lizzo is overweight or that these transgender athletes are actually dudes competing against girls. I, you, I don't care how many female hormones you take. You're not taking away your masculine hormones, which means, or your muscle mass, which means you have a huge advantage over a, a girl just born a regular girl. That's not fair. Give them their own competitions to compete against each other. That's, that's fair. Because they don't... I don't think they can run against men, although it actually would be more... If you have more masculine hormones, you should be able to compete against men. But then nobody wants that. Who wants the world's fastest man to be a transgender person? I'm not I'm just talking out loud. I don't care. I really don't. I I'm into competition. Um I just as a woman, I've lost a lot of competitions in my life to to as well when I was a little girl, you know, I I was a tomboy. I loved to play with the boys. I you know, I wanted to be able to throw the football. I wanted to ride fast on my bike. I wanted to race them. And there does come a point when you're running where it's like, "Oh, okay. They're way faster." <laughs> So, I mean, I personally don't have an issue. I want people to live free of persecution. I just don't understand how this is a topic. It seems like we should just be able to say, hey, Lizzo, I hope you're healthy at that weight. You might going forward into your 30s, 40s and 50s. You might want to consider um, losing some of that weight. And it's not a shame thing it's a health thing I think that's an interesting topic anyway I'm rambling about it and I don't want to ramble today is September 15th please we're in the middle of the month already please be working on whatever it is you were working on for this month um and yeah check out my YouTube channel right now it's under Judith A. Culp uh it's just growing leaps and bounds. But basically, I am not really doing a lot of videos as much as curating videos that I have found value from and putting them up. And people seem to be digging that. So uh, if you want to like and subscribe and follow some of those videos, that would be cool. All right, everybody, be your best. Talk soon.